Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Heat Wave. 32 teams in 32 days. We are breaking down every single fantasy-relevant player for the upcoming season. Today, I will be focusing, and we will be focusing, on the Atlanta Falcons. I am your host, speaking of the I, the fantasy plug himself, Tim Petropolis, editor-in-chief of BrotoFantasy.com, and, of course, the fantasy football by Broto app. And I am running the two-man weave again with the Dynasty Don. It is our last uh this is our last give and go. We'll call it the give and go episodes. Uh, Michael back in the mix soon. Cast back in the mix soon. So enjoy the last pick and roll from the dynamic duo, Mr. Matt Ward himself uh, at Psych Ward, of course, on Twitter. If you didn't know, um, speaking of the app, download the Fantasy Football by Broto app for free today and get every single tool you need to become an expert and dominate in fantasy football. Every stat you hear us use for this team that's probably not going to get a lot of stats is is on this app fantasy player cards fantasy player grades usage charts start sit tools who to draft tools player comps consistency charts podcasts coaching tendencies articles podcasts rankings waivers now we got even video as you can see youtube.com slash brutal fantasy and the main focus of the app i didn't even say yet advanced stats every single stat you need Right there in the palm of your hand. You don't have to go to this website and then to this website and then to that website and then to this. No, it's all right there. And they, then you just got a little uh, peek at my, my notes that I used to, to do this. Um, and we have exclusive stats, of course. True throw value, true target value, true performance value, adjusted air yards, and true matchup rankings. The stuff that's made the Broto brand. It's, it is. These are the things that are the Broto brand. This is why we're known. So go check them out. Um, and our patrons over at patreon.com are the reason why we can do what we do. A big thank you over to our patrons at patreon.com. For only $3 a month, you can be one of those patrons and you can get a ton of extras, including the extra waiver wire show, access to Broto leagues, proven DFS cash game optimizers, private team consultations, the unlimited league, all flex league. Uh, that is the most unique fantasy uh, tournament or uh, big fantasy league in the world. And of course, access to the greatest community in the world, the Broto discord, the Broto fam. We like to call them. Uh, we one time we we worked we even worked out nicknames for them in the Discord. And Broto Fam, I feel like the ones that had the most uh, uh, the most uh, juice. Broto's not an easy one to make. Like can't be. It's not as, as easy to make a nickname. I feel like, but I think Fam because it's Bro Fam. Be part of the Fam. You know what I'm saying, Fam? Um, today. We are going to get into uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, second year for Arthur Smith and offensive coordinator Dave Ragone. I, I mean, this is a rebuilding process in its finest. Last year, 26 in points per game. They passed 59.3% of the time, which was top 10 in the NFL. This year, they come into the, they come into the year with an O-line ranked 28th, according to PFF. Um, some additions, quarterback Marcus Mariota, of course, wide receiver Demir Bird, and wide receiver Auden Tate. Um, some rookies that they drafted, of course, wide receiver Drake London, we'll be talking about him. Quarterback Desmond Ritter, we'll be talking about him. And running back Tyler Ad Ad Algier. You Algier, you know what? I kept saying Al Aguilar, and um, I knew it wasn't that, and I know that Matt is one of those guys who knows all the pronunciations. So I'm not. If you're if you're a Broto fan, you already know that. Uh, so and Matt is. So you know this is why this is why we we do the pick and roll, the give and go. Hey hey, um, there are losses, of course. Matt Ryan, Tajay Sharp, Hayden Hurst, Russell Gage, Mike Davis. Big losses. New team, uh, completely new team. I don't have Matt Ryan to shit on 
uh, when this team is on anymore. So I guess a lot of people are happy about that. Uh, psych. I'm going to shit on Matt Ryan real quick. I, I, <laughs> um, look, when all these camp reports of Matt Ryan, I just want you to know it's all code. It's code language. When they say he's a great leader. Oh, his leadership. Oh, they keep raving about his leadership. They love his leadership over there. That's code word for he's old and has a weak arm. That's what it is. The same way, the same way that it's, oh, you know, he's de he's deceptively athletic. It's code for white guy. Like, that is code. <laughs> that is code. Do not be uh, fooled by this. Anyway, let's get to this quarterback because I feel like this is going to be the first quarterback competition that is that we're talking about. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a good competition. At, at the time that we're recording this, there's not been a preseason game played yet, although it's on the horizon. It's I think the first preseason game is tomorrow night. So a little peek behind the curtain. We don't know. I don't think you're going to know who has the, the edge for the season. I think Mariota has the edge for starting the season, but I don't know if he has the edge for continuing. Right now in my mm -hmm. rankings, for what I'm feeling, I have Desmond Ritter, Ritter ranked just above Mariota, but not neither one should be rostered, in my opinion, unless you're in a unless you're in a superflex. Um, Matt, how are you feeling about these quarterbacks? Uh, kind of same, and man, I've been on record saying it, and I'm going to stick by it. And I think my prediction is looking closer and closer to the truth with Kenny Pickett struggling the way that he is in training camp. Desmond Ritter is going to be the first rookie quarterback to start the season. Like, that, I like I, that's always been my stance. So I stand by that. Um, that being said, look at all of the rookie quarterbacks last season and understand that they went in the first round and you didn't want to own them at all. So Ritter, I think Ritter and Mariota are essentially the same player and have essentially the yeah. same ceiling. They're both athletic. They both are going to get their fantasy points um, by rushing because their passing efficiency won't be good enough. And the turnovers will cause issues that, you know, the two touchdowns and 240 yards are not much when you're playing four point passing touchdowns. So I, I think they have similar upside. Um, they can both hit QB one like weeks you know mm. every once no. but any rushing quarterback can right. like 100 yards or let's even go less like 80 yards and a rushing touchdown for a quarterback is like you're sniffing qb1 already so it's possible they're not rosterable no if you're if you're, you're sniffing something else if you're rostering any of these guys yeah, to, like start your, to start your quarter as your quarterback gonna, and i only <laughs> say that like upside because people are going to look at them as streamers and they very much are great streaming options um i i think they're going to present you know but that upside is going to be unpredictable and it's going to have to be a perfect matchup so yeah if you're going in there or if you're going into your drafts or even your waivers in week one with the idea of drafting uh or picking up however it may be, Ritter or Mariota, you're going to need to know your matchups in the week that you need to replace them or what quarterback needs to be, you know what I mean, uh, needs to be replaced there. Because otherwise, like, they're just meaningless assets. Yeah, Matt is, uh, this is how you know Matt is thorough because he has this much to say about Marcus Mariota and Desmond <laughs> Ritter. Um, let's get to the guys that he's going to be supporting because I think that's where the, the money is to be made on this fantasy uh, thing because it's, Let's you know what we've never done this before in this year's, but you know, this is a different team. And sometimes you gotta let's start with the tight ends. What? All right. Well, uh, uh, what? Um, uh, because that's the guy everyone wants to talk about. Kyle Pitts right now is going at tight end three. That is a very expensive tight end. 
Now we know that Kyle Pitts is not actually really a tight end. I'm sure Matt has uh, some things to back that up because uh, he he just wrote about it. In fact, uh, so I don't know if I could pull the trigger on Kyle Pitts where he's going. The reason is because when you are relying on a guy like that in an offense like this, I just don't know if it's going to be prolific enough to take the chance. I don't know if he's going to give me that positional advantage to the point of a Mark Andrews to a Travis Kelsey. I think there's no doubt he finishes as a top three tight end. So if you're taking him at tight end three, that sounds like a good deal. But really what you're doing is you're taking him very early on and you're banking on him to be one of your best three players. So I'm I'm not comfortable with Kyle Pitts being one of my best three players to start the year. That's not to say I don't like Kyle Pitts' outlook. How are you feeling about this wide receiver tight end hybrid? I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, just because it's not just tight end three, people have to understand that that's like 28th overall. Right. Um, because Kelsey and Andrews exist and they go in the first and second. So Pitts is immediately after on that third turn. Um, yeah, like it, it, it's an expensive thing. But again, He's not a tight end. <laughs> um, right. He wasn't really a tight end in Florida either. Like he's run less than 10% of his snaps from that position. He runs as a wide receiver. Like that is his role. He's the, you could argue he's the wide receiver one, but there might be a, a new guy to that throne now. Um, I mean, man, Kyle Pitt, everything you want a rookie to do, not a rookie tight end, because I've hammered the table about rookie tight end breakouts being incredibly rare. So he broke out. Um, he had 68 receptions for 1,026 yards and only one touchdown, but still finished as a top 12 tight end in points per game. Um, yeah, 10.4 at tight end 11, but was 13th in true target value. So like performed right where he was supposed to with a declining Matt Ryan and a 28th scoring offense, right? Like there weren't any touchdowns to go around, let alone touchdowns for rookie Kyle Pitts. So he just smashed every imaginable threshold you could want for a wide receiver, let alone a tight end. It's tough at that cost. It is tough because you were just banking on that to not only repeat, like the exact same reception ceiling, the exact same yard ceiling, but 10 touchdowns. So I absolutely like positive regression in the touchdown department is guaranteed. He's going yeah. to score more than one touchdown as a sophomore, but asking for double digits on what is projected to be one of the lowest scoring offenses in the league. That's tough. This is one of the teams that has a, a very, very good chance of being the number one overall pick. Yeah, 100%. And, and when you have a guy, and I don't mean to be too mean, but you got a rookie third round pick and you got Marcus Mariota. And I think that one thing that Marcus Mariota has proven to us is he's not a pocket passer. Like nope. he is not. And that's fine. Really yeah. And that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not fine when you have a team who has possibly the worst defense in the NFL. So it's going to be constant comeback mode for these guys. They're not going to be able to use their legs and you're going to put them in a, in a situation where they don't excel. And I think that you're, what you're what you want to see is hyper targeting of Pitts, hyper targeting of Drake London, who we're going to talk about in a second. Um, but I think what you're going to see is turnovers, and what you're going to see is in, inaccuracies. And uh, unless Desmond Ritter blows everyone out of the water, and I know and has I would, a Russell Wilson, yeah, right, you know, and that's right. could that could happen. I'm not there's no there's no guarantee that that doesn't happen. That could happen, um, but I'm not banking on it that early. Um, a guy that you can get. Uh, a little later, let's get to these wide receivers. Drake London, um, he's the number one pick. I don't think um, 
me and me and Matt were talking about this uh, earlier uh, about just like Drake London and Oblivion. Yeah, I think right now Auden Auden Tate is is slotted to be his the, the guy opposite. I mean, no, Auden Tate is, is Brian Edwards. He's okay. The depth chart, but like this is what it's we're talking okay. about is like not that's right. not good things. When your depth chart is like Olamide Zacchaeus, Brian Edwards, Geronimo Allison, and Auden Tate, like that's and man, that goes back kind of back to the pit. He was like. Give me a lot of targets funneled into two dudes. Yeah. And yeah, so it's the quality of the targets that you got to worry about. But how are you feeling about Drake London and uh, his price? And, and would you would you be a guy that's taking a shot on this rookie? You're like psychic with the segues because the quality of targets is what you have to worry about. And look at how like high paced that offense was last year with Matt Ryan, who is traditionally a phenomenally accurate passer and obviously had a major decline last season. Um, but had that decline admits just ridiculous volume because it was necessary because of the defense. I don't think Mariota is going to perform much better or Ritter in a rookie season. Um, much better than Matt Ryan did orchestrating that offense with 17 years of experience. So you feel okay about London um, at cost? Here's the reason why. Drake right now is going off, off the board as the 95th overall player, wide receiver 38. Here's every top 10 pick that has been over um, six foot and 220 pounds wide receiver that is uh three years of, le- of college or less so like an early declare um top 10 early declare alpha size essentially uh julio jones calvin johnson aj green mike evans sammy watkins <laughs> jamar chase amari cooper and michael crabtree those are all players that perform in their rookie season and they all like something that, that I preached a lot in rookie evaluations too is like people really got to get used to the fact that like good players go to bad off good rookies go to bad offenses. How do you think they got the pick in the first place? (laughs) Like that, that's what happens. So, you know, Julio went to a terrible offense and was Julio Jones. Deandre Hopkins went to a terrible offense and was Deandre Hopkins, right? Like it, it, Drake London can very much perform above wide receiver 39. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's he and he's when, why did you for 39? Why not? He's one of those guys where it's you're, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna take him, you're gonna take it's a hundred like targets, a, right? Like, either way, that however you want to break it down, efficiency not rookie season, you know, rookie outliers, it's a hundred targets. You're sorry, guaranteeing a hundred targets, and you just can't guarantee things like that that late in your draft sometimes. I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, but do you have the ADP in front of you right now? Yeah. Who's going around him in ADP? Um, I'll scroll real quick. So this, you're this getting, okay. you by the it's, okay. <laughs> it's like not great, man. Um, Brandon Ayuk, Melvin Gordon, Ken Walker, Robert Woods, Christian Kirk, James Robinson, Michael Carter, and just above him, Zach Ertz. I'm, I'm taking him over maybe 90% of those guys. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm taking him over. James Robinson, Michael Carter, you could argue Rashad Bateman too. With You're looking at a, a very, you know, you're looking at a very slim range of outcomes. Like, the opportunity is guaranteed with Drake London. It's how he performs in that position. And based on his profile and what we know about draft capital, historically, players have performed in that position. 
Let's go over to the running backs because this is one of the weirdest running back rooms I've ever seen. Because usually when there's a running back competition in fantasy football goes absolutely apeshit. Someone picks their guy. Is it Tyler Algier? Is it is it uh D Damian Williams? Is it Cortland? I mean, uh, I keep calling him Cortland. Uh Cordero <laughs> Patterson. Who's it gonna be? Who's gonna come up and be the guy in it? No one gives a shit. Cordero Patterson <laughs> is the one that's going the highest, and he's going at running back 38, you said, before uh, yeah, the show? 34. Like 34, 34. 34. He's going, like, if you're playing in a 12-man league, he's going two picks. He's, he only has two picks to be a, a running back four. Like, I'm sorry, three. Yeah. It's just like what yeah, the yeah. what the hell no, is no, like right like he's he's two picks into RB four territory yeah, yeah, or, yeah right. there you go so I'm not I'm not good at the quick maths but <laughs> and you could tell like I was if you're not if you could see me on the screen by the way again I'm a nomad so I I honestly apologize for what you see behind me this is not the the best background um but with that being said youtubecom slash Um where where was I what was I saying. Where, 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 where was I even this backfield? Is it even worth like, all right, let's say Tyler Algier wins the backfield. He's kind of a bruising kind of dude. And they're probably going to be in. Yeah. They're kind of going to be comeback mode. Damian Williams. Is he going to do it? Yeah. But Damian Williams has never really been efficient, you know, in his life. And I don't know if I want Damian Williams on my team. Um, quarter Patterson. Is he going to repeat that again? This is a guy who was in the league for 10 years before he became good. He had injuries and slowed down tremendously at the end of last year. And I think that's why nobody wants these guys, because honestly, whoever wins out is going to be on a low volume offense. Who's going to mm -hmm. pass the ball a lot from behind. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, how are you feeling? I obviously am not high on this. Well, then, then it's it. And it's already reflected in ADP. They're going to have to pass a lot. They're not going to be able to run the ball the way that they want to. Um, that's quarter Patterson. He catches, he's a, he's a wide receiver hybrid. He's, you know, the consolation prize for Debo Samuel, so to speak. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and at that cost, why not? I'm not mad at, you know, and, and it is a, a faded, like, obviously I was big on Corderell Patterson before last year. And you're, you're talking about like running back battles. People were like excited about Mike Davis. He was a fifth round pick. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but like quarterrell is the only other person on the depth chart and will catch passes so i mean that small gamble paid off for me really really well he had 52 receptions for 548 yards 153 rushing attempts which was right in line with mike davis's rushing attempts as well for 618 yeah. yards but the thing is man on the 28 scoring offense he had 11 touchdowns like that's not gonna repeat not if we expect and especially going back a little bit if we expect an, an ADP is is a good indicator of, of projections, obviously, because this is what people are projecting players to do. So if we project Drake London to outscore Cordell Patterson and Kyle Pitts to outscore Cordell Patterson, you would assume that they would probably have more touchdowns than him, right? Yeah. So Cordell can't hit an 11 touchdown ceiling again. No. And not with Pitts there. Not yeah, with Pitts, exactly. like making not his... with Pitts and London, and it's just yeah, it, and London. It's just the way that it, otherwise those two picks were terrible for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's the one that you could be most excited about. Like, ah, man, Tyler, like this is going to be his first full year ever playing running back in an entire season. He was a running back and then a linebacker and then a running back and then a linebacker and then a running back at BYU. Um, but in his last full season at, at BYU, he had sixteen hundred. 
yards and 23 touchdowns, which was over 75% of the team's total scoring. So like, yeah, that can be a goal line, like vulture, but goal line vultures aren't good for your fantasy team. They're bad for the players that you roster already. Yeah. Um, just to mention, like, I think a lot of the, the sourness of Cordell Patterson comes because he fell off a, he absolutely fell off a cliff uh, at the end of the year last year. Uh, someone tweeted me that I should put it, that on a shirt. Uh, I do say that a lot now that he's now that he's pointed it out. Uh, like every time I I say it, I notice it and I realize how much I've been saying it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we he legitimately like through week from week two to week thirteen, he finished as a wide receiver one five uh, four separate times and only finished outside wide receiver three one time from week 14 on he finished as a wide receiver two only one time he was rb 17 he followed that up with rb 57 rb 33 and rb 37 to end the season and completely like he was consistent he was good and then he completely fell off a cliff completely that's funny that you have exact same like game threshold and i wanted to bring up to that that last good performance he had was against carolina when they were struggling so hard to close out the season and he had 13.9 points per game after that 4.3 8.3 7.2 2.2 like not good man (laughs) he just disappeared he just completely disappeared off your lineup when you needed him the most and i mean we talked like it is his ninth year in the league and he is 31 and and it is a terrible offense like no I, bueno. you, you know, I like Corderell, and I, I think that there's probably better players in that range that, that you can attack as your RB3 or your flex upside wide receiver. I, I, it's just, it's not as a good of a price as we had last year when he was ranked 274th. <laughs> All right, bold prediction time, Mr. Ward. Uh, what you got? Uh, yeah, uh, Desmond Ritter starts by week four. Okay, we're we're both on the same page. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna up you though because this is the competitive guy I am. I'm gonna say week three, baby. That's that tends to be the. Uh, I don't know why I went Macho Man Randy Savage on everyone right there, but that seems <laughs> okay. to be. Dude, that just seems to be that. It's just look at that, look at the look at. The, why don't I use these tickers more? Like when it's just a two man weave and we got to be like, like doing all this. I don't have time for like. Look at look at all these great things. Bars, come on, son. This man spitting. Man, <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Uh, Matt, where could they find you? At Psychboard FF everywhere. Just go on social media and type it in. Uh, at Brodo FF Tim, at Brodo FF Cass, at Brodo FF Jason, F. I'm sorry, F Brodo F Brodo FF Casanova, at Brodo FF Jason, at Brodo FF Michael. I mean, at Brodo FF Mike. Mike. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at Brodo Fantasy, at FF by Brodo, BrodoFantasy.com. Just an uh, army of, of good content and good people, army. folks. Come check us uh, out. An army. This was a short episode. This was a predictably short episode. I, I feel bad for Falcons fans this year. It's going to be a long year. And but uh, hey, man, Bryce Young's coming, so keep your head That's high. true. And also, uh, Matt Ryan won zero Super Bowls. Just putting that out there. Zero, and then he blew one when he was up 28-3. to three. That, one was, that one was crazy because I put money on the fact that he would, and I won a bunch of money that day. It was amazing. My... It was great. Oh, what a um, what a bet that would have been at halftime. Yeah, I actually didn't. I actually didn't. I put it up when it was twenty. Uh, when they when the Patriots scored a touchdown, I was like, okay, they they were like plus like nine hundred or something. I'm like, I'm just gonna put, just gonna put hundred bucks on this. I like see it. what happens. And I bought a laptop. That's what happens. All right, <laughs> later. <Fire. laughs>